WTEL podcasts are powered by Stanley Steamer Air Duct Cleaning. Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Who made you an expert? Or who made me? Or anyone else? Is America's distrust of elites becoming more toxic than ever before? Harry Brunius, New York editor, staff writer of the Christian Science Monitor, csmonitor.com, uh, talked to people about this, wrote about it. But clearly, we are at a period, the pendulum has swung in our political environment, where there is a distrust, even a hatred of experts, although sometimes it depends on whether or not you agree with the views expressed from a, a particular expert. Some may be more expert than others, in other words, depending on your perspective. Harry Brunius, uh, lay it out for us and broad. Lines. I mean, certainly in American history, there have been times when there seemed to be greater distrust of elites. And, you know, it's almost a, as some experts have said, you know, it's baked into the American character to have a kind of, you might even call it a healthy suspicion of the, you know, pointy headed college professors who, uh, you know, politicians who can't even, you know, park a bicycle straight. And, you know, it goes back, scholars say, even before the founding of the republic, that, you know, even in religion, the, the autonomy of the self, self-reliance and uh, interpreting, uh, you know, the Bible for yourself and, and not having to rely on, you know, academic experts, that there's sort of a native common sense. Well, I, I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, in a strange way, it, it's kind of the old Protestant-Catholic conflict, uh, church hierarchy versus your own private interpretation. Yeah, and so the question is, is this kind of long-held American tradition of rugged individualism and, and self-reliance, you know, in, 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 in the past few decades, has the political polarization in the country taken these traditions and, and make them so toxic that um, it, it's simply that, that it goes beyond simply, you know, this traditional individualism onto something while the other or an expert that has views that you don't agree with now becomes almost a threat, an existential threat, and it's ramped up to a level in which, uh, you know, you see this in various kinds of reactions to science on both sides, and not just simply from the right on climate change, but on the left. There's, you might even say, there's no real data that, that says that genetically modified organisms present any health dangers. Well, you know, I, for those of us in political journalism, uh, perhaps one of the better examples is the fact-checkers, fact-checking news organizations. But, of course, uh, to some extent, they rely on think tanks. And what are think tanks but experts? But they have varying degrees of uh, political, ideological orientation. And they, in turn, are funded by certain uh, corporations or groups. Yeah. So you can immediately say, exactly. well, how does anyone know? Uh, how, how are they experts? Well, they're just uh, experts on that for which they were paid. And there's also a politicization of, uh, especially in, in academia, which is seen as, and, and probably rightly so, as much more liberal than uh, the general republic. So then there's the general public, that is, and so there's a, a growing suspicion of, again, what has long been seen as kind of, you know, the, the pointy-headed college professors or, you know, the, the, the Ivy League-educated bureaucrats that, uh, you know, that sort of control things from afar. But as you note correctly in your article, there are some people uh, upon uh, whom we depend as, as individuals uh, who we almost have to consider to be experts. Otherwise, why would we ever use them? Doctors, lawyers, uh, like that. 
And it's interesting because in some ways, you know, this is part of a, a cultural mentality that, uh, you know, that Americans have inherited. And then, but of course, you know, when, if you need, if you need expert help, uh, you know, then it would, uh, you know, think, well, you, you want the, the highest qualified expert that you can find, if, especially if it comes to your doctor or your lawyer. So, so it shouldn't necessarily be seen, you know, when you get down to the nitty gritties of your own personal, uh, you know, needs, of course you want an expert. And you might even say that uh, the American tradition of, of rugged individualism has led to a kind of localism where you think that, uh, for example, everybody thinks that Congress, uh, you know, that, that representatives are, you know, are, you know that, that the Washington elites, but then when people think of their own congressperson or their own senator, you know, think, well, you know, they're, they're fine. Yeah. Um, Although increasingly in town hall meetings, even that isn't necessarily true anymore. Yeah. But, but I'm kind of wondering in, in your reporting, I mean, you talked about uh, American rugged individualism, and that's true, Harry, but if you take the anti-elitism to the extreme, you end up with a totalitarian regime killing all its elites, Pol Pot, the killing fields, uh, anyone with any kind of academic credentials is immediately an enemy of the people and ought to be yeah. mowed down. I mean, that, that is the ultimate solution. Well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, the idea of the enemy of the people has, you know, become a, you know, kind of a current expression politically. The president has used it against uh, the press, of course. And, uh, and, and that's, uh, you know, part of the concern, you know, and uh, as well as the, you know, the criticisms of you might call the, the intelligence elites and the law enforcement elites in the, uh, in the FBI and in law enforcement agencies, um, a, a general distrust yeah. of, uh, of American institutions that, um, you know, are, are essential for, for, for the country's well-being. Well, well, for our younger listeners, uh, I mean, there, there's some great history in your article, History of the Last uh, 75 Years, Dwight Eisenhower accusing his opponent, Adlai Stevenson, of using aristocratic explanations in Harvard words. And Harvard Lin words. Lyndon yeah. Johnson, self-styled intellectuals. Of course, more recently, Spiro Agnew, who uh, yeah. talked about uh, snobs. And, of course, the Nixon uh, folks were going for, quote, middle America. So we've had this, but one could argue uh, for any of us of nearly any age, there is something particular about the last uh, 10 or 15 years, and especially yes. the last election. Yep, it's been ramped up to the point where the the opposition or even experts that have high credentials are almost seen as as as, as existential threats. I think you could say as as enemies to to common sense and even uh, you know autonomy and uh, um, and so so it's it's ramped up both rhetorically um, you know to a level in, the, in in this country that 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 perhaps could be seen as very concerning. And I wonder, even in the immigration debate, I, I mean, we, we forget about this part, but some of the uh, people from other parts of the world who are often researchers in our universities and truly are experts, but the animus to them, and to the point that some are going back to their home countries, and there you kind of tie the anti-elite, anti-intellectual, to also the anti-immigrant. But we'll leave it there. Yeah. Harry, thank you. Your piece in the Christian Science Monitor online. Thanks so much, Alan. Yeah, csmonitor.com.